Welcome to GameWoven, a collaborative storytelling collective building a world one game at a time. This week, we will be playing Kingdom by Ben Robbins. If you like what we do here and want to get involved, follow us on Twitter at GameWoven, where you can join our Discord, and check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash GameWoven. placed a blockade on shipping lanes into and out of Ernet, claiming the Leviathan as his base of naval operations. As Shomiran nobility groused about their lack of ready access to luxury goods, Irene and her advisors turned once more to the problem of Blythe and Ernet. After much discussion, Henbit proposed a solution. Irene should leave Shamir in Henbit's hands and attempt to influence the renegade monarch directly. Henbit is well supported and the legal niceties have been completed, but will this shift in power cause the internal tensions of Shadal's corridor to finally snap? Three, two, one, show. The second highest number is... One. One. It is one. We increase crisis by one. We're all just like the aristocracy is so pissed off right now. I was the only one that put one. Everyone else put two, which shocked me. I thought I was, I thought we were going to be some more fists. I thought it was going to be more zeros. I was stuck between zero, one or two because my brain's kind of like, I felt like it would raise crisis and then also lower it. So I was trying to figure out where that would land. You know, the big factor for me is because it was done amicably mm -hmm. and there was a smooth transition that made a lot of sense. But yeah, one crisis. So now we are at four crisis, though. And I think the other thing is like the nobles are pissed, but also they have a new person to kind of kick around. And so they're yeah. fine. They're actually able to blow off a little steam. Mm -hmm. And Irene's finally getting a much needed vacation after she came back from getting kidnapped and then everything went to hell. True, Irene gets to take a vacation in an albino crab. I was going to say, though, the counterpoint is that the vacation is with Blythe in <laughs> yeah. a crab during yeah, a bit, bit of a busman's holiday, but maybe they'll fall in love. We'll find no. out next week on Game Woven. <laughs> no. Let us proceed. Whose scene is it? We are at two on the crossroad tracker and four on the crisis tracker. Yeah, I think it's Irene's go, right? Oh, don't we do... Do we still need to do reaction resolution? Yeah, that. I think we still need to, need to resolve the scene. That was just the overthrow, I think. Oh, that was the overthrow. So what is the dramatic question in the scene? Let's just do it mechanically. Is Irene going to make a good ally? Of Is she going to try and make a good ally of Flythe? Okay. And the answer is Irene is going to try to do that. Yeah. Irene, since you are the new touchstone, how do the people feel about this? The thing I find interesting about this, because we've actually answered this already, but 
since it's a new touchstone, that means that people have changed their mind for some reason. Uh-huh. If you have a different answer. Yeah. The fact that she's left, like, something solid in place, and I imagine she's probably not going that far outside of the kingdom, and her last crazy decision worked out pretty well. Some people might like, oh, that crazy queen, but I don't think, I think it's, they see that she's going towards something, so I think it moves towards Crossroad. All right. Doesn't work on the crisis. We did not have a perspective in the scene, which means everyone needs to show me at least one or two fingers. (laughs) Prove that you have one or two fingers. Ready? (laughs) That's three, two, one, fingers. Oh, no. It's even. It's oh, even. Shit. That means a disastrous consequence. I thought it was odd was, I thought, I thought odd was, uh. No, no even is. Just... Oh, no. Wee woo, wee woo. So we increased the crisis tracker by two, which does something. Oh, no. So that's bad. So we're going to hit a crisis now. Uh, we're going to increase the five. crossroad tracker by one. So we're at four <laughs> on the crossroad tracker, at least. Yeah. And then the player, <laughs> whose scene was this? Was this Zad's scene? Yeah, this is my scene. <laughs> Rob, yeah. you decide a, a disastrous outcome. This goes very poorly and throws the kingdom into turmoil. So in my head, this and the crisis aren't necessarily directly, because my idea is that Irene gets there and Jack is already meeting with Blythe and they've already become buddies. Because that's pretty bad. <laughs> Worst timeline. <laughs> that's pretty bad. Like like I, like Jack and, I, and Blythe are already like strategizing about it. So what does that mean? Like, obviously, that means Irene gets sidelined and that's bad, but how does this really fuck things up for everyone? Not just them, everyone. Yeah, so in my head, this makes it so that Blythe, Irene can't really help Blythe anymore, but Jack is still technically savable as per, like, Tristan's judgments, right? Irene can still curb Blythe a bit and should because those two are are the bad kind of strategists, but like Blythe, no matter what, is a bit of a lost cause now. Okay, zoom out for me. You're focusing on the people in the crab? The whole kingdom. What does this mean for the larger resistance effort? More importantly, the crossroad in question is, does her not get destroyed or liberated? I think that's what Rob's getting at, because what we've said is, part of saving Ernette, Irene not being garbage would help us save Ernette. Sorry, mm-hmm. yeah, I meant Blythe. Yeah. Blythe. I meant Blythe. Blythe not being the worst would help save Ernette. And Blythe is now in a situation to become even worse. Right. I guess what I'm trying to get at is paint me a picture. What does even worse look like writ large? Jack and Blythe get into dirty tactics like guerrilla warfare, civilian, like, sabotage. Are you guys pulling this, like, additional magical energy into... Yeah. 
into like mm-hmm. small WMDs or what I was thinking we had established was effectively like Irene being a shithead mean sorry, Blythe. <laughs> no, Irene is good and perfect and has never yeah. done anything wrong. Blythe is the monster. Blythe continuing to be a war criminal means Xiaomir has to stop her before they go take care of Undying Empire. That's what I, that's what I thought we were at, right? And her not being a war criminal means she's there to help. That's to curb Blythe's ambitions now that she's besties with Jack. Not gonna lie, I fully expected, like, the Ophidians just, like, take over the castle while Irene's gone or something. Let's rewrite. Let's make it simpler. Jack had already spoken to Blythe and recommended certain, like, magical weaponry, which are effective, but unbeknownst to Jack, or maybe Jack just didn't care, made the magical instability of the region worse. Okay, magic instability bad. So there's, we're talking like civilian casualties. We're talking like Mm -hmm. unexpected consequences of out and out violence. And I'm thinking specifically internet because that's where the fights are happening. Like if this is Monster Hunter Zone, they are sicking monsters on the and like just like fucking kaiju will come in tear up an entire village oh shit yeah it's 100% like oh hey have you ever thought about the fact that if you just scare some monsters towards the city that the undying empire has to fight them or damn shoot them in the heart with a blood arrow and now it's your monster huh yeah and then, like, if you then also set up a bunch of bombs at the gates where they're going to try and hold the monsters off, you can not only make it harder for them to defeat the monster, but also kill a bunch of them mm-hmm. in the process. Hey, did we just make T-Rex suicide bombers? Yes. A little bit, yeah. Oh, God. Another thing with the magical instability is um, it maybe causes magic to start going weird. Um, the people who mm. are, have that connection to the ley line they're starting to have a harder time, like, keeping it in place. Some magic is starting to go a little sideways. Spells it's rippling back like down. Which, hey, I think is a great transition because we're about to do a crisis. Yes. We're about to do a crisis, baby. So, crossroad, save or destroy your net. Cool. Thing we established. Blythe, her disposition to whether or not she's, like, a decent person or a shitty person will affect that outcome, right? That's what we've established. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. To clarify, why did we say that affects the outcome? Because I think we all have a different answer right now. That's what I'm trying to figure out. I will jump in. I believe it's because Blythe is unpredictable and prone to escalation. Mm-hmm. And Admiral Jack coming in feeds into both of those things. Gotcha. It makes her more unpredictable and more prone to escalation and more willing to use tactics that are going to result in significant collateral damage. Right. So in this case, what we basically what's happened is Blythe is now on the course of she might destroy her own kingdom. Gotcha. To simplify it, let's ignore like this hasn't let's say like this hasn't impacted Irene's quest and Tristan's prediction. Basically, now what it is, is instead of Irene meeting up with Blythe and trying to prevent escalation, Irene has to now de-escalate. Now the crossroad has, effectively the crossroads changed slightly versus 
do we destroy our net to will our net destroy our net? Yeah. So the crossword is written, will the kingdom liberate or destroy our net in order to defeat the empire? We are very close to the kingdom's, like it might destroy your net, mm -hmm. but we've still got one more crossroad tracker before we have to make that decision. Right. And so we can still hold on that until it's time. But first we have a crisis to resolve. The, the clarity, we love the clarity. Thank you for being the person who demands clarity. Thank you. It's honestly, yeah, it's, it's a chunk of why people have said that our uh, banter cures their anxiety and depression, so. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, 100%. Because someone steps in and says, someone that is Lex steps in and says, hold on, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> when all the crisis boxes are checked, we reach a critical moment and see if the kingdom survives or falls. So we're in a crisis. That means there is the potential for us to fail here. Mm. We can actually lose the game right now if we feel like it. That is not an uninteresting outcome. No, it isn't actually. To see how the crisis unfolds, each player will describe what they see happening and what their character does to save or destroy the kingdom. We'll use short narration instead of full scenes. So you're just gonna say what happens. What you describe may influence whether your fellow players think the kingdom should survive. During the crisis, we don't use rolls at all. Rolls are off. Everyone is just doing what they can. Every player contributes during each step, one at a time, in any order. If you cannot agree in an order, start with whatever. Okay. Step one, show the crisis. Decide together if this is going to be the end of your game so that you know you are wrapping up your story. If the kingdom is destroyed, the game ends whether you plan to stop or not. Each player gives a short description of a specific incident to show how the crisis is unfolding and threatening the kingdom. Don't include any other characters in these vignettes. We'll see what they do later. So you're, you are your character doing your thing in this moment. Now, for the decision whether or not to destroy the kingdom, do we? I feel like we want to leave that up in the air, right? There is a voting process for that later. Yeah, let's figure that out at the end. But it, do we agree that it's okay if that's on the table? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Okay. We agree that it's okay if that's on the table. So let's begin top of the order. Brianna? I have an idea for, I am like looking top down at Shamir and Shadal's quarter. For those who know how to look, you can see where the ley line has branched through. And as these things start happening, it starts like staticking and sparking and moving in strange ways. Um, ways that ley lines are not supposed to move when it's having an impact on the environment around it. And those who know about magic don't really know for sure what to do about it. But they do agree it's bad. Lex. Blythe is... As, as her method become more and more brutal, for the first time, there's some question of loyalty. Some of her soldiers aren't agreeing. And so there's soldiers dropping the swords, soldiers running away, and each one of them is met with an arrow in the chest. And they pick the swords back up and rejoin the line. Oh, no. That's so fucked up. Rob. So the citizens of Ernet get ready for the third, what they are calling now gate crash in the, this month, where Blythe sets off very strategic 
magical charges, which causes a panic and stampede of different monstrous creatures from the jungle that charge into the city. And as the explosions go off, those who are more in tune with magic see that it looks different. And after the explosions, instead of just the like smoke and sounds of trampling creatures, there is fire. As a giant fire starts in the jungles of Burnett. Can I do one? Yes. 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 No, go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, I want to. Yeah, okay. Leon is chasing a lead on the Leviathan. He has tracked some nefarious activity there, and he is in a warehouse. Like, sword out. It's kind of a glow. He's crackling with lightning. He's looking for somebody. And there's a brief moment where he is fighting a vampire. Like he's and he we get to the point where he's literally got it down on its back and he's got the sword against its neck. And then there's just like a as one of these arcane bombs sparks off and blows up the entire warehouse, destroying Leon and the vampire within it and almost sinking the Leviathan. And Zad. In Vidishau. Henbits had to leave trusted folks in charge of the neighborhoods that she had controlled previously while she's been doing what she can to take care of her people. There's been obviously just like a lot of conversation and, and work that's been getting done and the Grand Kraken, although Henbit had kind of claimed it as her own, is meant to be the neutral ground for the covens. And so we see a group of a couple of Verdreen, a few just like other witches that have joined at one side of a big table. It's the table that the chandelier had crashed down on earlier. And on the other side are a couple of higher ups and the Ophidians. And there's like a number of tufts kind of standing around the room. And then the room suddenly begins to fill with smoke and a number of dark-clad figures rush into the room and begin massacring everyone. And in the confusion, it just breaks into a massive melee with the, the dead nettle fighting the Ophidians and these, the assassins fighting everyone, the Ophidians fighting back. And at some point, a candle gets knocked over and maybe some oil is splattered around and... The Grand Kraken burns the rest of the way down as assassins that have been hired by the nobility make their escape. Zad, I love you. I was so tempted to destroy the Grand Kraken Theater during my thing. I'm so glad you did that. <laughs> I was really torn between what I did and having the seeing something at the magical school going wrong, but we haven't done a scene at the magical school though. We need to meet them. I got hey, look, we got two places we haven't been yet. Yeah, and true. we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. We got time. Assuming All right. the kingdom it doesn't implode with whatever happens next. So here we go. What do you do? Now you describe what your character does to save or destroy the kingdom, or you can try to save the kingdom, destroy it, 
or save your own skin and flee. So you can describe if your character leaves the kingdom. If the kingdom survives and your character left or died or whatever, then you can just make a new character to step in and become a new major, right? So now everyone goes, we're not gonna vote yet. You're just gonna describe what your character does to try to save, destroy, or abandon the kingdom. And we will begin with Brianna. What does Irene do? Irene continues trying to befriend Winover and come to understand why, but as things escalate, she tries to show Blythe what the consequences are and how much it's affecting things. She does, I don't know if she knows the full scope. She gets pieces of information from Zack or Luna. So she knows some of what is going on. So she is just trying to convince Blythe that at whatever cost isn't worth it. Back down before you burn everything. I'm getting like, this is like the, uh, the, the, the Death Star standoff scene from Jedi, where Luke is trying to talk down the Emperor. That's the power dynamic here. Irene has magic, though. Most people don't realize that. Irene has her own magic. Does she employ it? Like, what does she use? Let's let's get into it. Now It's do or die now. I think in the beginning, she just, like, uses it to help demonstrate, but depending on how Blythe reacts, if slash when it gets to a point where, like, you are going to irrevocably break things if you do not stop, she will use a show of force to get Blythe to back down. She doesn't want to kill Blythe, but... Lex, you're the most familiar with Blythe. How would Blythe react to demonstrations of power? She'd shoot back with a bigger demonstration of power. Yeah, so I think, Irene, this is going to come down to... We are at the point where this has escalated so far that Irene can't just do courtesy demonstrations. She's got to do something and with a capital S and it's got to be big. Does she do it? And what is it? Irene, when it comes down to it, I'll teleport Blythe out into the middle of a desert, not the desert the tower was in, just a random desert and leave her there. <laughs> okay, we'll find out if that works and or happens when we vote. Pretty beautiful. Lex, what does Tristan do? Oh, boy. Is our boy done? Or is he still the protagonist? The Final Fantasy protagonist? The Square Enix protagonist? I think I think you missed the shot to recruit. <laughs> oh. I will say, Blythe is not joining the party anymore, I don't think. No. <laughs> I will say, if Tristan says anything to Irene about it while she's trying to do it, she's like, she will mention what she saw Blythe do to Tristan's parents. So, <laughs> damn, there's so many things Tristan could do with the whole future thing. He could just be standing there waiting in the desert for Blythe. Not wrong. <laughs> he could also be around Jack when he's about to do what he's about to do. Uh-huh. Fuck, he could be anywhere. He could literally be anywhere. It would make sense. Actually, since you're playing a precog, do you want to go last? 
Yes. Yeah, why don't we have Lex go last? Rob, you go. So here's what I honestly think Jack would do. And you can tell me, Lex, if you would like to steer him away from <sighs> doing this. Tristan can only be in one place. Mm -hmm. Yes. He can only fix one problem. So all of you say what you're going to do. And then Lex has to decide where Tristan goes. Admiral Jack is an opportunist. He would see all this stuff happening, would go to the Ophidians and say, become part of the Stormtooth Baronies, have the dock, have the harbor. I fucking hate Admiral Jack. <laughs> He's not a good person. <laughs> have I not made this clear? <laughs> so not gonna lie one of the options I chose for how to deal with the Ophidians is um, either shove them off into the Stormtooth Barony, shove them off towards the Undying Empire, but like, hey, there's this like abandoned like former city over in these woods if you want to go live over there because you ain't put in my fucking kingdom killing my people Why would I try and conquer Shamir when I could just have the most important most important part of Shamir not even something I have to keep track of <laughs> anyway, Zad, what do you do? So what you're saying is you're definitely not helping stop. <laughs> I'm helping me, but not necessarily the kingdom, no. I would classify that as potentially Jack abandoning the kingdom. Not literally, but like... But in a weird sort of figurative yeah. way. I would be voting against the kingdom mechanically i'm thinking like going forward jack like okay this this is the kind of act just in my mind tell me if you disagree team this is the kind of act that like if you pulled this in the middle of a crisis ernette and shaumir are not going to respect the sovereignty or partnership with the storm to baronies anymore like you're not part of shadal's corridor you're just back to a lawless mess here's the thing it could almost be like played off as like the kind thing to do you know because the, the the ophidians are just like unhappy where they are and jack is going hey you want to be somewhere you can be happy well but in my head yes normally benjamin but this is a wartime and can they afford to do that can they oh, actually afford to <laughs> mm -hmm. it's really fucked up but that also kind of makes you a threat now uh, like well, you're now a pro like like you're 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 basically like transitioning from like character to we put you on the threat list and now you're you're a fucking you're a, a crossroad we have to deal with. <laughs> Keep your friends close. Oh my god. And that lines up real well with what with like Tristan predicted too. True. Yeah, Tristan could become like Jack could become the worst. So we'll figure out what happens when we vote, but I feel like Jack's situation is the most up in the air. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Zad. Henbit. Here's the thing is that the Stormtooth Baronies are in, are a collective of autonomous crews and baronies and just a bunch of people who follow Jack because they think that Jack is the right person to follow. And you know what? If the Ophidians find wisdom in that, Henbit sets a letter down that is detailing the last known location of Leon. Sets it next to a bracer 
that looks much like the old one that Henbit had made for Leon. That had the piece of the vine that he cut off and cut up. This one, however, is studded with pieces of the halberd willow that he picked up on his journey south. It's never going to be finished because Leon's dead. Henbit stands up and walks out of the room and into the throne room at Vidishau. And lining the room is kind of on one side the remainder of the dead nettle, and on the other are a number of ophidians. And in three rows in front, kneeling on the floor and hooded, are a number of figures. Some of them are wearing black hoods, a number of them are members of the nobility, and then standing behind them are the families of those members of the nobility. And Hendit looks to the crowd and says, When you drove my people from your lands, my father asked me to travel north with them. And I said, This is our home. We have lived here as long as they have. We have grown their crops. We have made them strong. We are the reason that these people live. We will remain. And he looked at me, and (laughs) he smiled, that terrible smile he has, and he said, Ah, yes, obstinance, the domain of the young and of the dead nettle. Those plants which take root wherever they are planted and propagate and choke out the life of anything that will stand in their path. When I rescued Irene, I lost any fear that I had that being in this place among this people, among you people, would consume me. And I swore that I would consume you before I let my people starve. So goodbye. This is no longer your city. This is ours. Who among you would remain? And I think a number of them get up and leave, and there are a few obstinate nobles who raise some sort of objection. And uh, those people are cut down immediately by either an Ophidian or a member of the Dead Nettle, because the nobility don't have a place here. I think, like, large sections of the suburbs have been burned. Anybody who is resisting is just dealt with. The Dead Nettle have allied themselves with the Ophidians and therefore also the Stormtooth Baronies. This place does not belong to people who rule it. This place belongs to the goddamn people who live here. Um, so... Oh, fuck. uh, Damn. So that's helping, right? Yes, there are no more fucking nobility to fuck around with. This is ours. No, I agree, but in the mechanics of the game, does this lead to a resolution of the crisis? There's now unity in Shadal's corridor. 
Now that we have to rebound is our net. Well, no, there's plenty of unity. The crisis is the escalation of violence caused by Blythe and her partnership with Admiral Jack. In what way does this help or hurt that situation? I think it hurts the situation because the South is is dealing with its own shit now. Blythe can run roughshod up north if she wants to. This certainly isn't helping. It also kind of like ends the kingdom by ending the kingdom. No. <laughs> it's a different kingdom now. Well, Henbit's still in charge nominally. So is Jack. We still have our two powers. I mean, you... Okay. All right. So... You said drama. Hey, Lex. Yo, no, that was big drama. So Irene is trying desperately to talk Blythe down and will resort to violence. Will resort to, a, like, throwing Blythe into a desert. Tristan... If she finds out about what happened to Leon before she drops Blythe off, she might fucking just kill her because you cost me everything. Hmm... Ooh, okay. All right. Everyone, uh, every, okay. So Rob, Zad, and Lex, thumbs up or thumbs down. Does she find out before we hit the, the big tipping point? Mechanically, if someone tries to flee, you can fight or fix it to try and stop them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think if we vote yes, then we can maybe just do that and do a fight or fix. Right. So I think Tristan I think we're doing? at the decision point. I think we're here. What's Tristan doing? <laughs> okay. What was Tristan doing? So oh, you're right. Tristan can doing... intervene in any one of the three spots because he's 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 a precog. He knows all like he knows all of these things are about to happen. Especially because remember, remind quick reminder that Admiral Jack has Tristan perform all state executions for the Stormtooth Baronies to make them useful. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what he's asked Tristan to do. Tristan! <laughs> Gotta find him first. Yeah. Tristan's been running around being a precog. Effectively, what's happening right now is three tyrants have a chance to rise right now. One is one we've been seeing this whole time. One is fully unexpected in Henbit. But hey, anyone can become a tyrant if you give them the means and the, and the motivation. And it's regrettable, but... Actually, okay, I definitely think no matter what, I'm not helping Irene. Because I think, okay, I have a thought. We'll figure out if it's Irene killing Blythe or banishing her. Because that's that's a thought I have that I'm stable. It sounds like a banish. Well, either way. Mm-hmm. Either way. You know, actually, I think Tristan did something fucked up. He knew Leon would die and he knew Irene would hear about it. Which means Irene kills Blythe. I don't think she intentionally does it. I think she just loses it and in that snap moment. And of the outcomes that we could have gotten, which is either a better Blythe or a dead Blythe and someone takes over, this is one of the better ways Blythe could have died by someone challenging him to a 1v1 and winning. It's better than in a live Blythe or like mm-hmm. an assassin Blythe. Yeah, it just straight up died in a fight is like the least disruptive way. She's for not her a to martyr. Go. Yeah. Yeah. She's not a martyr. She's dead in the desert. Right. 
So I think that way, I think Tristan won't intervene with that because he let, he knows Leon's dead. So he knows Irene is pissed, therefore Blythe dies. Because he only sees tragedies, mostly. Yeah. And this is a big one. This is probably what he was trying to avoid the whole time. All all these things happening at the same time. Isn't that the fate of precogs, though? Yeah. Yo. So which one does Tristan go to? Yeah. So for the Ophidians, I just want to clarify it. Because Jack is inviting them to the Stormtooth, but also some were there for Henbit. Is it yeah. the Ophidians have split? Or... Was that just a mis like a mis uh, miscommunication thing? Henbit has is ready to grant them independence in the same way that the Stormtooth. Honestly, what it sounds like to me is that Henbit outmaneuvered Jack and basically was like, "No, you don't need to join the Stormtooth Baronies. Just be a part of the place you you live in." Yeah. What do you mean the the legal covenant that was made is that? They are an independent collective of autonomous states. Just do that here. Yeah, because like Jack's play only technically really works when like with like the the government as it was. Okay, this could also be the decision point of which way the Ophidians officially go. Gotcha. Right? That's true. So they could be dealing with equal yet mutually exclusive offers, and because mm-hmm. they're a relatively disorganized and newly formed organization. Some of them have gone one way, some of them have gone the other. Whoever prevails okay. is the one that gets them. Gotcha. It's all down to Tristan. Gotcha. Okay, okay. I think what happens for Jack is you go to your meeting place to meet the Ophidian who was who would like be in charge of the faction that would want to go to the Stormtooth Baronies. And you hear a knock at the door. And instead of your contact meeting you, two heads roll on the floor to your feet. And Tristan's standing there. Can't let you do that, Jack. Oh? Things are already real bad. Like, just the worst right now. Like, bruh. But, hey, consider, Henbit has a thing going on I think his plan's better than yours. Her plan? I always forget they're he, she. (laughs) And you made me a promise. You'd come with me to a small little town that I know of. Internet. Alright, kid. Let me get this one. But don't push it. So now we're at the decision point. Does the kingdom survive or do we end play? So, Blythe is dead. Yes. Jack's ploy failed, but he still has the Stormtooth Baronies. And Henbit has basically cooed Shalmir. Mm-hmm. I In addition, her net is burning. All you have, thumbs up and thumbs down, that's it. All you have is thumbs up and thumbs down. And here's what we're going to do. Everyone's going to close their eyes while I count. I don't want anyone to see any kind of movement. You have to, you, you need to vote with your heart. So everyone close your eyes. I will count down. Thumbs up or thumbs down. Does the kingdom survive? Are you ready? Are we ignoring thumbs to the side? There's no thumbs to the side. Can't afford to be new. Does it live or die? Thumbs up as lives. Thumbs down as dies. 
Thumbs down is this kingdom is over. The story might not be over, but the kingdom is done. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ready? Eyes closed. Three, two, one. Wait. I'm sorry. I'm Wait. taking forever to decide here. You're fine. Everyone open your eyes. Ooh. The kingdom lives. <laughs> I was so close to going down, by the way. <sighs> It is drastically changed, but it's still there. Oh boy, it's still there? I don't Barely, know what I, yeah, if my brain's right. coming it, back yet or not. I think I might need to sleep on that because she's lost everything. What does she do? At this point, so much has changed. If we all want to re, like recreate some characters, like if we want to reintroduce some characters, we have some people leave, that's fine. Mm -hmm. It is currently an appropriate time of night to call it. I think we're going to have to come back in a week or two. Jesus yep. Christ. Like we're going to have to come back in a week or two, baby. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The highest of drama. <laughs> oh, this is Kingdom. Bang, Robin. I'm going to kiss you on the mouth. <laughs> uh, so good. Admiral Jack. Admiral Jack. Thank you, everyone. That was Kingdom. Again, we'll be back for more Kingdom. We may never stop playing this game. I don't know. <laughs> Also, I feel like the crisis is resolved, right? Yeah. Yeah. Blythe is dead. Yeah. Blythe is yeah. super dead. Yeah. It maybe didn't get resolved well, but, yeah. but escalating violence right. has stopped. Yeah. There's also the really big question that is on my mind. Oh? What happens to all the people Blythe has heart uh, arrows in? Ooh. Tune in next week for Game Woven. Thank you for listening to Game Woven. Please give us a follow on Twitter at Game Woven, join the Discord, support us on Patreon, and consider leaving us a review on Apple, Spotify, or whatever host you normally use. This week's episode featured me, TT Benjamin, at TT Benjamin1 on Twitter, Lex at call underscore me underscore they on Twitter, Brianna at Brianna Jeans on Twitter, Zad at Zadkale Green on Twitter, and Rob at Rob B. Rolling on Twitter.